Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome to episode 110. Last week on the podcast, I talked about the two dreaded topics, the budget and the guest list. And I talked about how much both of those like impact each other during the wedding planning and how you have to really be on top of both of them so that you don't one blow your budget or you don't over invite guests, which won't fit in the venue and also blows out the budget. And if you aren't on top of those two things, oh, it really just can stress you out and it can completely change the planning process. So leading on from that, I felt this week that it was really good to talk about venue options that are more on the side of a, you know, budget-friendly option because the venue the catering, that is your biggest expense, as I talked about last week. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I really want to suggest that you go back and listen because you will understand how much of the budget it takes up. It doesn't leave you much money at the end to spend on other stuff. But if you can get your guest numbers down and you can get your venue price down, then you're really going to free up some more cash to spend on other things or to be actually able to afford to have a wedding. So, you know, the question I get asked a lot from bridal couples and particularly brides is that many can't actually afford, you know, the traditional hotel or the conference center or a manor or, you know, a wedding venue. So they always want to know what other options are there and what else can they consider, you know, to really get the cost down. So what budget venue options are there? So I just want to talk through a couple of options that you can think about. And the first one I want to talk about is the backyard option. Now, this can sometimes still be costly (laughs) if you want to have like all the nice things, you know, the fancy chairs and the built-in dance floor. But if you want to opt for something more like a garden you know, party, you know, that casual type of setting or food trucks, you can really, really save some money. It doesn't have to be your backyard. And honestly, quite often it's not because you're planning a wedding. So (laughs) we don't have big, huge, fancy backyard, but it could be a friend's or it could be a family member's backyard or a hide space or a house that all your bridal party stays in. You know, there are some beautiful houses on on land that you can then have have a party out the back. There's also the option when you do this in a backyard to have like a self-serve area with huge eskies for drinks. So then you don't have the added cost of, you know, heaps of catering staff pouring drinks. But if you do think of that option and consider it, you always need, you know, someone for clean up though. <laughs> at the end. I've seen this way too many times and experienced it with my own friend's wedding when I was a bridesmaid. You know, there just was not enough staff. She wanted table service for drinks and there wasn't enough staff to go around. And the, you know, the two people that were working serving drinks were just so stressed out. People couldn't, you know, they couldn't find a drink and they were getting annoyed. So yeah, I I really want to suggest that 
if you're going to do something backyard and you want to save on staff, you've just got to make sure there is one for someone to clean everything up and keep collecting glasses and top up the drinks as we go. And, you know, you've got to make all those drinks accessible and cold because we don't want things to run out. So that's just a bit of my tip for the backyard. But, you know, some people think, oh, my parents have a backyard, but it's awful. I'm telling you, you can convert anything, put up some fairy lights, put up some festoon lights and hire a couple of big, beautiful trees for the area. And I tell you what, it it can be absolutely amazing. So don't ever discount what you think might be a horrible area because you can convert anything. Now, another option about budget venue, for budget venue options are halls. I went to, honestly, one of the most beautiful weddings once. It was in an art exhibition community hall and it was absolutely just beautiful. It was stunning. And this hall was not fancy. It was not fancy one bit, but it had this like cool kind of rustic architectural thing happening. And then when you went inside, they had all these long, really basic trestle tables that came with the venue, but they had just styled the tables just gorgeous and it just looked amazing. So, you know, halls are an excellent option. You can go and speak to your local PCYC. You can look look at town halls, community halls, libraries. Many, many libraries have a big space that is super cheap to rent and sometimes even free. You've got sports grounds. They always have halls and empty rooms. You know, anything can be converted, like I said. All you need is a little bit of styling and sometimes just some draping and lights. Honestly, that can be so much cheaper than going and getting a big fancy venue. And then the other thing is with halls as well is that you can bring in your own caterer. (laughs) And again, BYO your own drinks. So bring your own drinks in and that just makes a huge difference to your budget. Another option is a cafe or or just your casual style restaurants. You know, we had a, a champagne brunch for our engagement party and it was such a hit and it was so much fun. And you can do that for weddings. You can do lunches for weddings. You know, you can hire a small space that sometimes a cafe or restaurant might have out the back in their garden, or they've just got a room that's petitioned off. And if they don't usually open at night, you can just ask them if they'll do it for you. And often a a cafe or restaurant can be much less costly, you know, unless you're picking one that overlooks the ocean, of course, you know, that's going to put the price up. But, you know, just your little local places, sometimes they love to help you and they want to help your wedding. So ask. There is never any harm in asking, even if they've never done it before. The other thing I want to talk about is camping grounds. And I know this might sound awful and some of you might be thinking, I love camping or I don't love camping, but honestly, it can be amazing. You can get riverfront boutique camping sites where all your guests hire the cabins and the tent and caravan spaces that they have on site and the whole venue then becomes yours. And then you can set up a gorgeous riverfront wedding reception and ceremony and honestly you can make it a garden party you can do whatever you want whatever you want you can get caterers and do you know but I I have seen this done before there are places in Victoria that do it and they do it really really well so that is another good option and honestly it's like a party weekend because everyone's staying there 
And then the other option, the last one I want to talk about, now this is a really big one because I'm sure you've seen some beautiful farm weddings before. And if you think, oh, look, I'm not into farms and I'm not into animals, it doesn't matter. Again, they can can be converted. You can put a tent up. You could put festoon lights all around into a square to make it look like a a proper space for a a wedding. You don't have to focus on the farm if you don't want to because you can set it up however you like. But often some farms if you don't know someone with one, some farms you can just call around or you can door knock and you can ask them if they'll hire some of their land to you. And same goes actually, and I, I didn't pop this down in some of, in my notes, but same goes for showgrounds. I have been to many, many showgrounds and it's very cheap to hire their land. Yes, you have to bring in your own port and stuff like that, but it can sometimes be much cheaper depending on the location because they just want to use that space that's just sitting there getting wasted. So go and ask. Like I said, there's never any harm in asking. So there are plenty of options I've just talked about. There are options really though if you still want to have a full wedding and you want to still eat and do everything. But if you want something more casual, don't forget to, there is the option of, you know, the local beautiful park. You know, a lot of them, all they want is a council fee. You get married there and then afterwards you all have champagnes and canapes. Like honestly, it would it would be a shorter wedding, but it's more casual and it's much more budget friendly. So think about that. But don't be afraid to ask around friends and families. They sometimes may not have it themselves, but they might know someone else who they can ask. So my recommendation is to, if someone says, yeah, I know someone, go and have a look, but don't look at something and think, oh, this isn't very nice for a wedding. Because like I said, you can create anything with lighting, with drapes, with hiring a couple of beautiful big trees. Like there's honestly so much you can do in the sense of styling. So if it's a big enough space, the location is accessible or you can get a bus there, you know, consider it. Honestly, you really should consider it because you can still have your dream wedding and have everyone there because you can afford it. So that gives you just a few things to have a think about. I'm sure I've given you plenty of options there. And if you haven't downloaded the free Manage My Wedding app yet, make sure you do that so you can stay on top of your planning task and know exactly what needs to be done and in what exact order because I give it to you in the order of priority. The app will also, it will refer you to other appropriate podcast episodes that I've done in the past that refer to each task. So you might get to a task in the app that is invites. So you might be up to that time when you're planning, it invites are next and it links straight to a podcast about that topic to help you. So go and download the app because the best thing about it is it's free. (laughs) So it's free to download. And if you enjoyed this episode and you found it helpful, please pop over and leave me a five-star review on whatever platform you are using, whether that's Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. I would just be super grateful for that because it helps other brides and grooms find me. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams. Mm -hmm.